0: Welcome to the Hitem Podcast, a podcast for average fans, by average fans. i want your host, Frankie Lund joining with my brother, Matthew Lunn. Uh, Garrett's going to be joining us a little bit uh, later on uh, in the podcast, um, but we got a lot to talk about. The game just happened on Saturday. Um, we got some NFL news and then just some uh, sports talk in general. So, Matthew, uh, before Garrett gets here, You know, we have some time to talk about the game just between two Buckeye fans. Um, Have you gotten over your sickness yet? You know, did did this game make you throw up? Yes. You did throw up afterwards? Three years in a row.
1: It's only a little bit. It's like if you drink too much water during like a hot summer day or something. It's very quick. It's not a lot.
0: Because our our dad did ask me if you threw up afterwards. And I said, at least not while I was there. Oh, uh, you were there. Oh, just in my master bedroom. So you're a quiet thrower-upper instead of like me, where it's just, you know, everyone can hear it.
1: Well, like I said, it wasn't a lot.
0: Still, though. Um, so, overall, Buckeyes lose by six points. The game was competitive throughout most of it. There were a couple times where I thought Michigan was going to run away with it. They ended up not. It was close to the end. Our quarterback threw two interceptions. One led to a score. One ended the game. So overall, just what, what, are, you, what are your thoughts on the game other than, you know, it made you sick?
1: Um, I, th- I think you're going to have a hotter take, so I'm going to ask that question to you. Get it out of your system. Let you calm down for the rest of the podcast.
0: I don't think I have any hot takes on it. Like, I hate losing to that team up north, you know. Right. I, it, It's sickening to lose three years in a row and have a head coach who has never beaten that team. He beat them once. Not as a head coach. Yes, he did. He is one in three against them with one year
1: that they didn't play. His first year he beat them, and then it was COVID. And then he's lost three in a row.
0: I do not remember that one year then
1: it' was just a regular football game nothing nothing spectacular. It's not like we went to three overtimes or something
0: yeah well i i don't I'm pretty calm about it all like i I think my biggest hot take is probably that that touchdown should not have counted that's what I'm getting at. Okay, talk about that one a little bit. You you should have just been more, you know, out front with it. I'm trying to let you get it to yourself. Okay, there was a touchdown for Michigan that was reviewed. the The player, I'm pretty sure it was number one. I don't know his name. Was fumbling, not fumbling the ball, but he did not have complete control of that football as he was going into the end zone. They ruled it a touchdown. Our player ripped it out of the hands because he didn't have control and then had the ball, so it should have been an interception. If it gets – it got reviewed, it for some reason stood, despite the fact that he didn't have any control. And if it didn't get ruled a TD at first, it probably wouldn't have gotten overturned and became a TD. So it's frustrating because that takes a whole touchdown off the board, gets you the ball back. Now, provided Buckeyes would have had to drive down the whole field, chances are maybe they don't get a TD out of it. Maybe they don't even get three points. But the fact is that team up north would have had seven less. Yep. And potentially would have had to come from behind to beat the Buckeyes. And so it's just so frustrating – That, you know, I don't blame Russ for the loss. We lost. It's over with. But that's seven points.
1: So I, I agree with you largely that I don't think it was a touchdown. I think it either should have been incomplete or a fumble. Well, an interception, technically. What I will say is that they called it the same way in favor of the Buckeyes on that final drive. The only difference being for them, it gave them seven points. For us, it continued our drive.
0: Yeah, and I saw a lot of, especially Michigan fans, pointing that out. You got the same call. But if you go back and you take that TD off the board and then we're still having that same play, they would have called it the same way for us then. Probably. Like, so we wouldn't, if we were down and like we're having a game winning drive, that would have been an incomplete pass. You know, on that drive. Because they were just calling it the same way. Right. And it just takes... Se- like, it's just so hard because it takes seven points off the board. Especially when you lose by six. And, like, I have a I have a take of... You know, if I was the NCAA or if I was coaches, I'd be trying to to say, like, you need to let us... Like, talk to us first before you give the explanation out on the field or before you give the call on the field because Ryan Day was arguing the whole time out, you know, after they already gave the ruling. Right. And he was arguing and arguing the whole time that it was commercial break, arguing, arguing, arguing. And I get it. Stick up for your guys. Stick up for, you know, what you think is right. But it does you no good at that point.
1: So I, I think, though, I agree with you, but the issue there is – it takes up more time if you allow that. It could prolong games.
0: You you give it. Little- I
1: think a lot of that, not just necessarily with Ryan Day, but just coaches in general, is showing your team, "Hey, I'm not winning this call, but I'm going to make it look like I'm fighting for you, whether I agree with it or not."
0: Yeah, but I'm saying give them like maybe just you say okay. Each coach has has a minute. You know, once we. Like, we pull both coaches aside, you know, tell them what we what the ruling is and why, and then let them argue their point. You say just a minute, and then and then we're going. But if if a coach has a, a valid reasoning, like, hey, like, he's fumbling it right there, like, he doesn't have control, like, the ref should be able to have to look him in the eyes and be like, I think he does have control, and that's what we're ruling. So that you know, turns or, into a
1: conversation, to me at least, that turns into a conversation that – We've had on this podcast, in general, about like NFL refs. Should be able to challenge more plays. You can't challenge anything in college. Refs should have to answer press conferences. You should be able to review your refs, give them a grade,
0: like Sky Judge. Yeah, so many answers here. And and chances are, well, it would have been an interception if it wasn't a touchdown. So, I can't even say, like, oh, Michigan would have got some points. Like, they would have had none, no points. Right. And, like, and once again, for all our listeners out there, I'm not blaming the loss on this one play. Like, the Buckeyes missed a field goal. Like, provided it was a long field goal at the end of the first half. But still, you missed a field goal. Let, you missed other things. Let's talk about like, the rest
1: of that. We'll We'll come back to that play maybe later on. Well, let's talk about the rest of the mismanaged game for the Buckeyes.
0: Well, first off, you have a three and out on your first drive. Yeah. If you are a top program like Ohio State and you are facing top competition like you are in Michigan, as you would be if you were in the playoffs against Georgia or anything, you cannot afford a three and out on your first drive.
1: Especially no first down at all. Like you can't. No, those are all scripted. Like, it's ridiculous.
0: Like you just you just automatically give them better field position throughout the whole first half when you go three and out. You start on the twenty five, and you know, I don't know what it is with Ohio State's punter, but it does not seem to me that he punts very long. Like, his punts do not seem to go very far for me. I don't know. Like, like it seemed like we were at the 25. They got the ball at, like, the 40 each and every time. Like, that's just watching. I don't know the stats behind it. Like, that's just uh, an average fan's eye of the game. It did not seem like the punts were going very far. But you cannot afford to go 3-and-out on your first drive. Like, at least get a first down or something. Like, it just... It was just so bad, and it was embarrassing today at work because they were talking about Ohio State, and they are like, well, Ohio State doesn't have a QB. Who's your QB? I could not tell you our QB's name. I have not learned the QB's name because he's been that mediocre this year. McCord. McCord. I could not think of it. I was like, I can tell you the backup's name. Brown. Yep. And and my coworkers were like wow it's the QB situation that bad where you know the backup before you know the starter i'm like i he just hasn't impressed me and marvin harrison junior and other buckeyes players they stood up for their qb after the game they did some other things like so like they they put it up here garrett has now joined us welcome to
2: go blue all right
0: now that that's over with um they they the they, they they uh they stood up for their QB so there is that, but ultimately, I don't think the QB play was there. Michigan won, and then that's that's how it is. Garrett, congratulations to Michigan on winning the game. Woo!
2: Three zero, baby. I actually took a picture of the uh, series record. Give me one moment, I'll pull that bad boy up. Yeah,
0: series record is misleading. Series record is not just,
2: misleading. Well, uh, yeah, because... Is,
0: how's your record
1: in like this? Your record in like your life since 2020? Or not 2020? 3 0? No. 2000.
2: 2020 is 3
1: 0. No. How is it since 2000?
2: I don't know. It's not my job to pull up those no. numbers. I know the all time record, however, well, is 61, okay. 52, and 6. 61, 52, and 6.
0: Okay. In Michigan's favor. Also, it's not. Okay. That's the overall record. Michigan also won the first 15 meetings when Ohio State didn't really even have a good football program or even a top program. Who cares? Nope. But that's that's misleading is what I'm saying. But congratulations. This is also the team that counts like four victories over a high school as part of their 1,000 win record. You're mad, but... You're mad. (laughs) Well, we've already talked about, you know, kind of our our feelings on the game, but congratulations to Michigan on winning this game. Unlike a lot of Ohio State fans, I'm actually rooting for Michigan to win the Big Ten. Absolutely. and And to go on and win the national championship.
1: I don't know if I go that far.
0: Yet. I'm going that far because, for me personally... I am Big Ten over everybody
2: else. I could appreciate that. I feel like uh, my hatred for Ohio is a little strong. But if there's a Big Ten team in... Usually not. It's usually Ohio or Michigan. But if there was to be a Big Ten team in the college football playoffs, I would root for them if it was like the Blackhawks or Wisconsin. But I don't think that's happened.
1: Who are the Blackhawks?
2: He means Hawkeyes. Uh, Hawkeyes. Sorry, I get them confused all the time. It happens. I know you do.
1: I just like giving you a hard time.
0: But I... Personally I'm rooting for them to just whoop on the Hawkeyes because I don't think the Hawkeyes should even like deserve to be there. Like they're, they're ranked, aren't they? No. I don't know I don't know what their ranking is. They're like I think they've only lost twice, but I've watched their games and oh my goodness, it is I like smash mouth football. It's just boring football. It's not even smash mouth. It is
2: just boring. That was all the game like, was. The game was. I feel like the game was a very physical game this this was. year. It was more physical than any other year I can remember. I mean Yeah, but it was it, entertaining. I know you had Ohio for ma- majority of the game running all over Michigan's defense. Like we could not stop the run at all. Michigan was I felt like somewhat contained in the run game. Like the stats will say we had more yards, but that's just because of the the last two drives Michigan had. It was kind of like last year. The The statistics are more deceiving than what the actual game was. Right. Yeah. Like, the two interceptions, the first interception, I feel like, sealed the game for Ohio. The first interception that whoever his name was for the quarterback, McCord. Anyway, I don't even know who that guy is. We were but, just talking about that. But I just feel like that kind of sealed the game. Because especially in Ohio versus Michigan, The turnover margin is usually the deciding factor. Every year.
0: Yep. And um, going to that, we were talking about the TD that stood a TD, but could have possibly been an interception. Now, I know you are a Michigan fan, but if it was the other way around, do you think that call should have stood? Now, I'm not blaming the loss on this. I still think Michigan would have won. It just would have been different because it would have taken seven off the board and given the Buckeyes an interception. If roles were reversed, do you think that should have stood?
2: I honestly see it both ways. Obviously, I'm happy it went Michigan's way, but I could see how some people think it's Ohio's way. I know I saw it, and I personally thought his shin, his shin was down, and a shin is down. Any other thing but the feet is down. And then he lost control of the ball. But I don't think he was in the end zone when his shin was down. I don't think the ball crossed the plane yet. So if not an interception, not a touchdown. I think he was down at the one, not a touchdown. Okay. That's how I see it. From From our perspective, we didn't even think he had control throughout the whole thing. See, I disagree with that. But I can also see how you think that. Because I don't think he necessarily made a football move. He just had the ball, and then it was out. Okay. I could I see that.
0: So it's interesting to see the different perspective,
2: but still, like, ultimately,
0: I don't think it made Michigan win. It just would have been, like, a one-on-one turnover type yeah. thing. To where our defense, and you said it before, we did not create any turnovers. Yeah, That would have been the one turnover if it ended up going our way, didn't go our way. Ultimately, the game was the game. We lost. You guys won. But I think, it's still the best rivalry in sports. It was obviously. still a fun watch. It was a great I think watch. The
1: difference is hats off to your coach. He oh was God. aggressive. Very. As any coach I've ever seen. You went 3 and 0 on fourth downs.
2: Mm-hmm. We actually had a better. Fourth down conversion percentage than our third down conversion percentage. Right. We were like you call three it a and fake eight.
1: Punt that was successful. If it would have come down to it, I bet you probably would have gone for some twos. Yeah, it is a little closer.
2: I do want to preface this. I missed the first quarter because I bought a new couch. Right. But from what I did see on my YouTube TV, no sponsor. Uh, it was a pretty good game. Very gutsy play calls. It kind of reminded me yep. of Dan, Dan Campbell. Just putting your – laying things out on the table, <laughs> I, I think. Yeah. And now your
0: interim head coach has just as many wins of the game as Ryan Day. Yep. Which apparently has one win when I thought he had zero. So He that. coached
2: 2019? Yeah. I did not know he coached in 2019. Yep. I thought it was still Urban. That's his
0: first
1: year after Urban.
2: That does make sense because Urban kicked that guy in 2019, didn't he?
1: I think so. Ah, yeah. uh, might have t- t- the year off. The
2: timeline's all
0: but I, I zumbled, love but
1: your coach says before the game Thursday, Friday, Saturday morning whatever, we're going to be aggressive and he's stuck with that. I do want to I love that.
2: I do want to add just another thing to the touchdown call. It was called fairly after that. You we I feel like we got one and you guys got one with we the fumble. We that
0: as well. Yep. And and my point with that is if you take that one away and you give it an interception to Ohio State and we were still having to drive and score a game-winning touchdown and the same thing happened, they would have called it the same way. you know. So yeah. whatever way they called it, they were going to call it. It just happened to be that one was for a TD and one was just to continue a drive and then our stinking QB threw an interception anyways.
1: Okay, so Garrett might not like this question. Do you see a path for Ohio State
2: to the playoffs? I see it. What, what What's your path,
1: Garrett? Didn't FSU right. lose? Nope.
2: No. Okay. Well, I know Louisville lost, which is going to drop them in the rankings. And somebody in the top four beat Louisville. And Louisville losing makes the win less credible. So I think that has an opportunity to drop them. Beating Michigan is beating it. I mean, losing to Michigan is probably one of the best losses you can have. Especially by six. Especially by six. And the way the game happened, you guys were driving. You were that close to tying or winning the game. So I feel like that it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Right. I think you guys would be a four.
1: Right. I agree.
2: But I could see it happening. And I, I wouldn't be upset because I think Ohio deserves it. They've had a great season. They've had... Very great matchups. They played Notre Dame. They played who else did they? Penn State. Penn State. They played a couple ranked teams, and I feel like they had a great season. So I wouldn't be mad if they made it in. I just don't want to play them uh, a week. Yeah, (laughs) no. I'd rather play them in two, three weeks than two. So.
0: Yeah, I think it's as much as I want the Buckeyes to be there at four. You mean the past closed? I think it's nearly. Shut the only way I think Ohio State makes it in, you have to have Florida State lose to Louisville in Mm -hmm. the ACC championship. You have to have Texas lose to Oregon State or to no, Oklahoma State, State, my which is
2: very possible.
0: It is possible, but still, like, I would rather them face Oklahoma again and potentially lose that than than what I have Oklahoma State.
1: Granted. They'd have
0: their championship, but they also have a one loss. Horns down. But I think some – if I'm the playoff committee, I think championship like over a non-championship team,
2: uh, especially
0: if that team is going to the SEC next year like Texas is. Mm -hmm. So I think Texas has to lose. I think Oregon has to lose to Washington. And then you have to have Bama lose to Georgia. I agree with you on most of your accounts because Bama would be at a two loss now. Bama should have lost on Saturday. They
2: freaking got so lucky. That's Bama for you.
0: Like, oh my gosh! Auburn loses to like.
2: There I don't know who teams. they
0: lost to the week before, they, but it was not a. It was are, not a. Auburn is a
2: five hundred team after uh, last week's loss, and
0: Bama like makes like a. What was it, like a 4th and 30?
2: Yeah, four, it was 4th and forever, and he threw a ball up. It reminded me of Kyler Murray to D-hop. Oh, he's down there somewhere.
0: Yeah, it was just ridiculous. So now you have to have Bama just get destroyed by Georgia probably, and I think they will. I think Georgia will beat Bama. Yeah, I think But Georgia's- if Bama somehow wins over Georgia, then all of a sudden they're back in the
2: talk. What does that do to Georgia, though?
0: I don't think it takes them out. I don't think I think it drops
2: them to four though.
0: Maybe. Three or four, maybe. But the only way you could possibly be like, Georgia, you're you're out is if Bama.
2: We either need
0: we either need Bama to lose or we need Bama to win big. Yeah. In order for Georgia to drop. But I think our I think the reason the Buckeyes don't make it is I think Oregon beats Washington this Friday. I don't. I don't. I, I think
2: I, was, I, I think s- Penix is still trying to get the Heisman. Oh well, yeah, but you have Nix right in on the Heisman talk now. And you also have a
0: uh,
1: Huskies have not looked good the past couple of weeks. I was talking to my lead at work today about. It. He's a big fan. They
0: almost like. lost
2: to the Cougars, right?
0: Yeah, but that's a rivalry game. So like, give or take, like, but the week before that, they didn't look too hot. But they've won. Right, yeah. they,
1: they've won, but they haven't looked good the past couple of weeks.
0: And. They didn't really. They barely beat Oregon the first time.
1: True, my wife's not gonna I mean, like it, but I gotta root for the Huskies this week. I'm,
2: I'm rooting for the Huskies because I like Penix more than I like Bo. You know, yeah, come
1: over on Friday and we should be bad, both of us. Well, <coughs>
2: possibly. Well,
0: <laughs> shout out to my wife. She's a Husky fan. Like, so I'm gonna root for them. So anyways, Pipe's the only one not in the doghouse. <laughs> but like, I just, I just don't know if they have another. Win against Oregon in them. Like, it took everything they had the first time. You're not having a home field advantage for this one. No. Nope. So well, neither of them do. No, neutral. but I'm saying, before, the Huskies had that home field advantage. Like, so... Who's in
1: the Fiesta away. Bowl this year? They haven't announced anything yet.
2: Yeah, I don't know. They'll
1: announce the final rankings on Sunday after... Probably like 4 o'clock. So it's round. not
0: out of the question that Buckeyes can make the playoffs still, but we're probably looking at a rematch of the game if we do with I think Michigan would be 1 and would be 4. I think,
2: would, I think Michigan does bunny hop to 1. Really? I do.
0: I have not been that impressed with Georgia.
2: Georgia's wins are not that impressive, in my opinion.
0: I agree.
1: Interesting. I haven't watched them. I just
2: know they've been winning. I well, feel-
0: I think that's why they – they were at one point behind the Buckeyes because the Buckeyes had credible wins, and Georgia didn't. So I I think that still stands.
1: It'll be interesting tomorrow when they announce the second-to-last rankings on, like, where do they put Florida State, Oregon, Texas, that are Alabama that have won losses plus Ohio State because, like, Florida State's look good, but... Their quarterback that's led them all years has Disney. been, he's gone. Yeah, They've won one or two without him, but still, that has to count something. Maybe not a lot, but it has to be something. And everybody else has one or more loss.
0: Yeah, I think if Florida State loses, then you can bounce them. But I think if they win with that backup, if they win the ACC championship, I think you have to keep them in.
1: Right, but you put Ohio State tomorrow at five? Yes. Yeah. So, you're going to bounce them over Florida State with no losses? Florida State's currently at five.
2: Who's your... What's the top well, four right now?
1: Currently, Monday, before the second-to-last rankings, it's Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan. Michigan, Washington, Florida State. All of them are undefeated except for Ohio State, who has one loss to
0: Michigan. Well, you you put Florida State at four. Yeah. And then is five. And then five. Ohio at five. Okay.
2: And then you have... Texas, six.
1: Uh, Oregon is six. Oregon's Texas six. is seven. Bama is eight. Those I, are all of. Oh no! There's other teams with one loss, like
0: Louisville. Louisville only has one loss.
2: Yeah, too. but they haven't played anybody.
0: Yeah, but that's still like that's.
2: It's impressive. I, it's, it's impressive. Yeah. that they only have one loss. I also um, do hey, want to say. Tulane's
1: got one loss too.
2: I do want to say. If the game didn't exist, I think the second best sports rivalry is Bama and Auburn. I think it's got some of the craziest... What about endings? Georgia
1: Georgia Tech, man?
2: Get out of here.
0: <laughs> Get out of here. Michigan State, Penn State. I think Georgia versus Florida <laughs> is a better rivalry than those ones. I'm just listing ones that are With, like,
1: why are they a rival? They just throw names at a dartboard?
0: Pretty much. So, after the game, Matthew wants Ryan Day fired more than
2: anything in in life almost. I don't
1: even know if that's true. I just, something has to change for the
2: I think you fire him. I think some of the playing calls were like, ooh, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, but it doesn't have to be firing for that. He has to give up play calling. Give it to Heartline. Give it to another offensive coordinator. We need better help. You need
0: he a quarterback. Back. Well. We
2: Archie need, Manning. We need a... <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Archie Manning's gonna go to the Vols before he goes to Ohio, okay? well, I'm not
1: saying it would happen. I'm just saying that I'd be great. Well,
2: one, it's Arch Manning. There's no E in there.
0: I just said Manning. He's the one that said it. I'm sorry. Oh, well, I'm just I'm just clarifying. We do not want Archie Manning to come out of retirement. He's just gotta like be better than McCord. Like, but... <laughs> Isn't he, like, 80? Probably. I don't know. Like,
1: but. but yeah, new strength and conditioning coach, new offensive line coach, if somebody to call different plays, because Ryan Day doesn't get, we had like a 4-1 and one and didn't go for it. We had like a 4-3 and, and didn't go for it. You had like a 4-17. and 17
2: Yeah, we went for that day. And
1: went for it and
2: got it. We had nothing to lose, though. I don't know if I want
0: Ryan Day gone as much as, as Matthew does. I I, I personally don't know how I feel about it. I I don't I don't think losing three in a row is is viable. You know when you're getting paid that much, and if the Buckeyes start to move on, I think now is the time to do it. Next year you have an expanded playoff. If you're going to have a down year or like a in between year with a with a new coach and new recruiting and stuff like that. At least have it in a year where you can probably make the playoffs with two losses, maybe even
2: three losses, depending Ooh. on the year. Yeah,
0: depending on the year. Yeah, not just a depending lot on of what, state what of you Michigan, do.
2: Michigan, Penn State. I think again. Harbaugh's gone. Yeah. After I've heard some rumblings, I think he might actually go to Chicago. I've heard a lot of things that I I know I I clown on you guys for saying it, but I think Har- there's a good chance Harbaugh might actually end up in Chicago
0: if they fire their coach. No,
2: the rumor is. That
0: um, our president of operations, or what's his, what's Warren's, uh, president, president, wants to get rid of polls and Aberflues, and go for Jim Harbaugh. Why would he be? I understand the premise of like, you're in that role. You want
1: your people, right? You want people that you can talk to that'll listen to you, but won't necessarily be a yes man. Why is Jim Harbaugh bad for him?
0: Do they have any sort of history together? Well, other than the fact that he was Big Ten Commissioner, I don't know if the history goes beyond that.
1: Right, but how much is the head coach really
0: talking to the commissioner too? Often? Saw yeah. It but yeah. but if if he just knows Jim Harbaugh's stuff, you don't necessarily have to have a personal relationship. But if you from want from talking your guy though, you do. Yeah. But from talking with people, they said from People around, um, especially at work and co-workers and stuff, they made a good point of if you're going to hire one coach to be a GM and a head coach, it should be Jim Harbaugh. Why? Because college recruiting is basically like being your own GM and getting your own players and your own guys. Now, provided the NFL, there's a lot more to it because you have contracts and you yeah, have all this I was other about stuff. To say, I like, it's a lot more in-depth. But if you're going to pick someone to do it, at least pick somebody who's been in college and has had to do at least
2: a good portion of, of he, that. He's also brought an NFL team to a Super Bowl, not yep. to his brother, off a really crappy way to lose at that uh, for safety. Yep, And
0: he's got ties to Chicago. One
2: of the. Like,
0: a rumor has been going around for the last couple of years that he did interview for, you know, Minnesota and other jobs and stuff like that. But always denied them, one, to get more money from Michigan, <laughs> but two, his eyes are set on Chicago for some reason. And I think it's going to be the same way. If he wins a national championship for Michigan this year, he'll be a legend forever no matter what. Yeah. If he does that for Chicago, you bring a Super Bowl to Chicago... You'll never have to buy another meal for your entire life in Chicago. You'll never have to buy another beer. Like, you will – there will probably be another statue, like, out in front of the stadium. Like, whatever that is. Like, it's – I don't know what the future holds, but that could happen um, very well. And speaking of coaching, the first head coach and the NFL to be fired happened today. Frank Reich is no longer the head coach of the Carolina Panthers.
2: This news has just been broken to me. This is the first time I'm hearing this. Deserved. He is a terrible coach and should not be coaching in the NFL. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I, I, I don't think
0: he's a Garrett's good... A, come for the throat. I yeah.
2: think he's a terrible coach.
0: I don't think he's a good head coach either. He did okay with the Colts, but the Colts... Had hired him at the last second because Josh McDaniels was set to be their head coach. Did, like, a, a long, like, period of, like, it was, like, a whole two months of, like, he was supposed to be their head coach. And then he kind of just got out of the deal. And then they were left kind of trying to pick up the pieces of, like, just okay, Saturday. We have to we have to find a head coach now. Like, but everybody's already been picked up. So, okay, we'll we'll hire this guy. And Carolina kind of did the same thing. They waited forever to hire a head coach, Yeah. and then they just hired him after he did
2: awful with the – like, just okay with the Colts. I think he did awful like, with the Colts. I think it was kind of a – not a system thing, but he had a lot more talent with the Colts with uh, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman. It, was it Matt Ryan last year or no?
0: Matt Ryan last year, yep. Uh,
2: Matt, Matt Ryan's old, but he's still – an mvp he's been to a super bowl like he's got knowledge it's like kind of like a big bend towards the t- tail end of his career yeah but i just think you got thrown to the wolves do what you're going to do figure the team out you don't have that much talent but you got to make something work and they're terrible they're not even good bryce young looks like he's a pop Warner cornerback He can't fit into the system that Frank Reich had. They had Adam Thielen out there, which I love Adam Thielen. I have him in every year in fantasy that I've played. I think they're misusing him, even though he's still having great numbers. Uh, They got Chuba Hubbard. I think he's a great running back. It's just, what are you doing? You have pieces, and you're just not putting them to use. Well, it's also
1: his first year coaching. You have to give people... I know we've debated to Ignatium about my three-year policy... But not even a full season?
2: It's situational. It, this is deserved.
0: You start one and ten, One and ten? Yeah. They, is that their record now? I think so. Something so, like that. Yeah. Really bad. Somewhere they, around there. They they somehow managed to beat the Texans. Somehow. By the miracle of God himself, they he allowed them to win one game against the Texans.
1: Right.
0: But I think what did right in more than just the record is you picked Bryce Young over the- C.J. Stroud. Oh, that's
2: what and I And C.J.
0: Think. Stroud is playing remarkable. C.J. Stroud and not Justin Fields is the reason people are now saying, hmm, you know, maybe in the future you can take a shot on Ohio State quarterback because maybe they're not all awful in the NFL. I- like, now, provided I don't think we'll have an NFL-caliber QB for a long time. So Manning comes to Ohio State. And then oh, Justin my God. That. Well, whatever it be, it's not going to be McCord. What,
1: what would you do, Garrett, if Manning came to the Buckeyes? If NIL just came at him and was like, you're going to make more money at Ohio State than your uncle ever made in the NFL.
2: Shave my eyebrows.
1: Yeah? But that, that's it? <laughs> I'm not shaving your...
0: Just joking around. I'll shave
2: my eyebrows if all if,
0: right. If some reason Archie Art Arch, no Arch Manning comes to the Buckeyes for some reason, I don't even think it's a rumor or even in the possibility. But Garrett will shave his eyebrows. So you heard it here first, folks.
1: Does that mean if he doesn't ever play for the Buckeyes, you have to shave yours? No, no, no. no,
2: no.
0: no. It was a uh, one. It was a okay. one. Way. It just was a one.
1: Clarifying way. here before your wife punches a hole in my wall.
0: But yeah, I was gonna say, um, I like to be married. <laughs> I like to stay married. I love my wife to death. Having my eyebrows shown or shaved off would mean a whole month and a half on Matthew's couch because, or <laughs> sleeping in my car because I would not be allowed in the house. You, could have um, room. you know, so who, it, it, that'd just be a bad idea. it's it not
1: a rumor. The only reason I'm even saying that is because. Ohio State probably needs a QB from the transfer portal. portal. I can't speak English today. And Manning might hit the portal because Ewers is coming back for another year. Is he? That's what he says. Oh, I did not know that. That is news to me. So, he Manning might hit the portal. He still has to have, he. what, are you going to sit two years and then go to the NFL? Well, like, he... Like four... Yeah. College snaps?
0: Yeah, next year he, he he's probably hitting the transfer portal. Yeah, because you can't sit a whole another year and you'd have one year of college experience and then go to the NFL. Yeah, I don't
1: You wouldn't have happening. that. Cuz you only need 2 years away from high school.
2: I think if that I thought you had to, 3. I th- it's 2. I think I'm it's pretty two. sure.
0: Cuz I thought you had to play freshman, sophomore and then junior
2: if you're a redshirt freshman. Right. I think it's too, like, I think he's to be out of
0: high school for two years.
2: I think it's two technical, either collegiate years. So you could, if you only play one game, that doesn't count.
0: Because this is the third year Marvin Harrison Jr. has been a wide receiver for the Buckeyes. Right, but that doesn't...
2: So why wouldn't he have left last year? Because he wasn't because putting he- up numbers like he right. is this year. And he was also not the number one receiver last year. It was right. Smith and J- and Jigba.
1: right.
0: Yeah, but I if mean, he's if, if to you're, be s- to go if to you're, NFL
1: s- after this year,
2: no, he's,
0: he's gone. If you, if you, <laughs> if you, saw him
1: so- based off what he's saying himself,
0: I know. But if you, if you saw the look in his eyes after the last home game and looking back at the field for one last time, it screamed of, that was my last home game. I'm going to miss this. And also if I'm him, why would I come? Why would you come back? I don't know. Like, yeah, I Michigan understand. beat you for the third time.
2: You're on a rebuild, I feel like. like.
0: Your quarterback play is questionable at best. <laughs> like, Go to the Cardinals. Go to the Bears. Cardinals! Like, those are going to be one of the top two teams. Like, Chances are, one of our two teams is going to have a game-changing wide receiver on the roster next year in Marvin Harrison Jr.
2: If not Caleb Williams.
0: I personally... I, when it comes to Caleb Williams, I think there is an attitude issue.
2: I think if Chicago and Arizona are 1-2, Caleb Williams is the third overall pick. That might be a hot take, but if... If he doesn't drop
0: past three, You think we both either trade out of our positions... Or we draft another position. Well, but, I think... I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is a game changer. I think it'd be I think, so, I think it'd be dumb for both of our teams to pass him up. Yeah. Like, provided if the Cardinals have the number one overall pick and they think they can get a wide receiver later on, like, they'll probably trade back because I don't think you're getting rid of Kyler's contract. No, no. And I also, like, even though you haven't won with him back, I don't think he's yeah, played. Yeah, we did. We beat Atlanta.
2: You guys have two victories now? Mm-hmm. We beat Atlanta. I
0: thought you guys lost to Atlanta
2: for some reason. No, we lost to the Texans, and then we just got Molly wowed by the Rams.
0: Oh, brought, brought all right. <laughs> I stand corrected. They have one with Tyler. like, but I still think his play has been good enough to where you one don't want to get rid. Re- You're gonna have trouble getting rid of that contract, and two, I don't think Caleb Williams is good enough for you, for you guys to risk it.
2: Right after seeing like the tail end of the season for USC, I can see how you say it's an attitude problem, but I just think it's frustration more than anything. Well, I don't really necessarily think like crying after a game
0: is the attitude problem. We're not talking to the press is the attitude problem. I think it's more of like I'm the best, you know, in this draft, and I should be drafted over number one overall, and you know, I should have some ownership of the team for the team that drafts me, and you know. Well, maybe I'm too good to go to, you know, the Bears or the Cardinals if they have the first overall pick, and I'll I'll just stay in college. Do it. Stay in college. I don't want you anywhere near my team. <laughs> like, you have the same you have the same stuff that Fields has right now, and it would just set us back. Plus, I think Justin Fields has a better attitude. Sure. I think he has better leadership than I'd what I see from Caleb. A owners.
2: thousand percent. Justin Fields is I think Justin Fields is, like, a role model quarterback. I think your team's terrible. Sorry, guys, but your team nope. is, is nope. offering. Oh, but he goes to the press every week. Yeah, this is on me. I'm accountable. Like, it's my fault we lost. And it's not. Half the time it's not his fault. Yeah, there's sometimes that I don't think a loss can be on one player, but there's sometimes some of the things he does leads to the loss. But I think it's coaching. But he takes accountability for the loss. And that's a great leader.
0: Yep, I 100% agree. And that's why I really want the Bears to give him one more, one more year. And I know we said that last year. We said, oh, well, we'll get him some pieces and this will be the perfect year. The but pieces I th-
2: haven't done anything. Yeah, but
0: I think he's played well enough in the games that he's played so far to give him another year to say, hey, play out your contract. And if you get a certain amount of wins... Like next year, we might give you an extension. Like, but we're gonna play through this contract, this rookie contract. Yeah. Like I, I think that makes sense for the Bears. The
1: ba- I, I think for the Bears, you have to address the offensive line.
0: Yeah.
2: Yes,
1: if
0: you can get Marvin
1: Harrison Jr. at one, yes. Take him at one, but then you have to address the offensive line. You're gonna stop well, you, you also you can, need to fire whoever our offensive line coaches. Well, and I don't probably our offensive coordinator.
2: And quarterback's coach.
0: Well, I think you just get an all-new staff when you fire the head coach.
1: I don't think you fire the head
0: coach. Oh, Uh, that is a bad call.
1: Says the man that wouldn't have gone for two against Michigan.
2: No,
0: why would you go for
2: two when you were in the game? I would go for two. Because we were – we smashed it down. The the... momentum. You guys ran – down our throats! We couldn't stop anything! Thank you, Gary! I No, because so I know exactly wouldn't... what situation he's talking about. It's the second-to-last drive you guys had when you scored the touchdown. No, Where I'm the... talking about... He's after... talking about first half. No, the first drive of the second half. Yes! We could Yes! They couldn't stop us no. for anything. And your running back had a bum ankle! Why would you not go for two there? No, I agree a thousand percent.
1: You go for two, there's... Two almost never guaranteed, but almost guaranteed points. Now, all things considered, but you missed that, and then, then you're
0: down one.
2: You missed it. I don't then think you're down we're over. going. I don't I think you lost. make it, dude. The yeah. lot, line, our linemen were hands on their head, <gasps> <gasps> they couldn't breathe. They didn't your need your handlers like
1: Ryan Day, Frankie. Oh no. my
0: god, no. Matt Eber flew <laughs> 2.0. <laughs> no, all right. Here's why it's different. It's not different. You literally said the same thing as Ryan Day. Oh, my goodness. I'm not even talking about Ryan Day. I'm talking about Eberflus, and the issue isn't going for two or not going for two. It is the fact that when he has the lead, he coaches not to lose, and you can not coach that way.
2: Yeah, he he You're
0: does. doing the same thing
2: no, when you have the lead. No, I see what he's saying. He, it's he's different. Saying, he takes his foot off I, the accelerator. I yes. think that's so, on the yeah.
1: offensive coordinator.
2: No, that is on
0: the head coach. That is the on head the head coach. Watch your
1: volumes.
0: The head coach goes I to know. the offensive coordinator had this before. and says, Why are you not putting your foot on the pedal? Why are you not putting that. your Foot on their throat. We had this game. They lost in the last two minutes. Now, provided... And that's why you fired the it's totally no, not listening you, to him? No, I don't think he went to him. Otherwise, it would have already been corrected. Uh, like, man. I think that's on the head coach. I think, like, you have to coach to win and not coach to lose. And I'm not the only Bears fan that says this about him. I know. Like, we have a lot of... Long. We have a lot of football alumni... From from the Bears, Lance Briggs, Olin Crouse, other players from when we've watched as kids. Well, at least I was watching as a kid. I don't know if you were watching. He yet, called you really. a baby, but no, not a baby. But he just wasn't into football when we were growing up. Like so, I don't know how much he watched of those great Bears teams. Of well, not great, great Fun. defensive teams. Fun. Teams, yeah. yeah, great defensive teams of Lance Briggs and Brian Erlacher and Charles Tillman. I know he watched Charles Tillman. But besides the point, they agree with me. I just think that you have to fire the head coach for that reason. I, and and especially is- if, uh, if you want your own guy in there and you kind of got stuck because you were the last piece to fall when you're the president of an organization. Um, but... We'll just have to have to see what happens um, tonight as it's recording on Monday. The twenty uh, seventh, Minnesota game um, just about to start. Yeah, Minnesota game's about to start. It's winnable for the Bears. We'll see what happens. Oh, the Bears are playing tonight. Um, yeah. Oh, god! But ultimately, I think I think you have to you have to pull a move from the Panthers I... and you have to get rid of your head coach. And also, you have to realize. Out of the three wins the Bears have so far this year, two of them have fired their head coach. Oh. Raiders and Panthers have both Okay, I forgot second I correction from earlier, second head coach firing. I was
1: gonna point that out until last Because
0: I totally forgot about the Raiders. <laughs> but now that I'm talking A about A lot of it,
1: people forget about the Raiders.
0: Two out of the three victories the Bears have have fired their head coach. I think the Bears should follow suit, and at the end of the season, I'm sorry, I really like Iberflus, but bye.
2: I do want to add, the pasternot is about to pass all over the Bears tonight. I hope so. I hope he's about to. He's about to pass a 300 yard. Uh, Garrett, call out right here. Put it on the tab. Get on Fanduel right now. <laughs> 300 yards passing, two touchdowns, one rushing from the pasternot. AKA Joshua Dobbs on the books. Let me know if it happens after the recording. Who knows? We'll
0: see what happens. I might put that on a yeah.
2: I might put that on a parlay, actually, like, right now. That
0: that's a possibility. I think our defense has stepped up the last couple weeks,
2: especially with the Who's addition. the defensive coordinator? Oh I don't know. I want to hear this though, because it sounds like he has a point.
0: Matt flu Oh Okay. Congratulations! You're a good defensive coordinator. You're not a good head coach. Oh, Anyways. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my hope for the game is that Justin Fields does really, really well. And that the Bears still lose for a better draft pick. <laughs> Agreed. And that it leads to head coach firing at the end of the season. Disagree. But, woo. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can follow us on anywhere that you listen. And please follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Um, we'd love to hear um, from you guys what you guys uh, like or dislike or, you know, maybe some topics you want to hear from us on. Um, but we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Guys.